0: affairret's gone and I sent out a tweet uh, I believe yesterday maybe today that says when do we start talking about the MVP race like when when is it acceptable in a 60 game season
1: uh how many games left in the season do we start talking about it usually like June right yeah June July' around the all-star break oh. yeah we're already, we're already past that point we've got what like 48 games left, something like that. Mm-hmm. 50 games left. The difference here yeah. is,
2: in my opinion, by when you're halfway through a season, it's yeah, you can definitely destroy your stats, but it's much harder to do so because you can have an average second half and your stats re- yeah. look really good still. Now, nice. 12 games in this season, even though there's only 48 games left, if you bat at 600 so far, but then you bat 150 the rest of the way, your stats could be a hell of a lot closer to 150.
1: But so, on, the, on the flip side of that, though, too really hot two weeks and then a normal pace for a player for the rest of the season, those torrid two weeks have a much bigger impact on their stats than in a normal season. So I I don't think we're really too early to be honest.
2: I think it's still a bit early. I think maybe when we get to the half, I think actually, you know what? Just like regular season, once we get to the halfway point, 30 games in, I think that's going to be enough.
0: Can I meet in the middle between you all two? Can yeah. I, like, say we give it, like, another, like, week and a half? Like, you know, 10 more games? Yeah, and that's, and that's fair, too. Now, to start
1: saying to start saying this guy's going to be in the MVP race, I think it's too early. To start saying Judge is insane, all he has to, even if he takes a step back, if he keeps playing anywhere like he does, he's going to win an MVP, I don't think it's too early for that.
2: Oh, yeah. It doesn't take genius to say that. Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: But to, to, to bona fide say somebody's going to be, like to say Judge is going to be in the MVP race, too early for that, yeah. But as far as making a little bit further out predictions, no, nah, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I mean, speaking on Judge, he's had quite the August and really quite the season so far. Justin August, he's 7 for 18, 20 total bases, four home runs. He's leading the entire league in home runs and RBIs. I'm finally, and I tweeted this as well, I'm finally happy, we've kind of gotten back to the narrative, of we're talking Aaron Judge top five player, instead of Aaron Judge could be a top five player if he was healthy. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of happy that narrative has been put to rest.
1: I am knocking on. right now. <laughs> um, um, I would can have you... Argue... Just... Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, well, no. well, no, you go, because I'm about... i got a long rant.
2: Alright. Um, I've Frankly, I've always thought the judge is a top five player. You, injuries are a tough thing. You you do need to be on the field to help your team out. But when he was healthy, without a doubt, top five player. So without saying it, I just saw his stats before my internet died about 20 minutes ago. And his OPS plus, even his last two years when he was, quote, down, was around the 150 range. Like, that's insane. That was, those are, quote, down years. That Right now, it's above 200. I know we're, like, 10 games into this, but still if you're not talking about him being a top five player in baseball
1: i don't know what's wrong it, it, his offense is great his defense is elite he's not the best base runner but he's got enough speed uh can i just say aaron judge is better than mookie bets if you take away the health concerns when both are healthy judge is a better player and i will yeah. die on it I, I mean he rated better defensive i know defensive stats can be volatile but everybody wants to top Mookie's defense and say that Mookie's got the edge in judge on um, Judge in defense. Judge had more D War last year in less games than Betts. And uh, for those of you who may not know, D War is a cumulative stat. So even if they were around the same level of defender, you would think that Betts playing more games would lead to him having more D War. But Judge, And I think about 50 less games, had more D War than Betts last season. On top of the fact that. Uh, I believe Judge's worst season by OPS Plus is better than all of Bet's seasons except one. I think Bet's 2018 was insane and arguably better than Judge's 2017. But outside of that, he's been very good, not elite. Yeah. no, and I'm, I'm caught up on that. I think Betts' OPS Plus outside of 2018 is hovered around 120, 130. And like you said, Judge's down years are like 150 plus the elite defense. I when Judge is healthy, he's better than Betts, and I'll die on that hill. I'm
2: completely with you, Ryan. And we were talking about this in the text the other day. You were like, "Hot take." Basically, what you just said, but you said, "Hot take." I was like, "I don't think that's a hot take." That that, in my opinion, that's exactly right. Okay, look, Betts had one elite season. We know from Major League history that it is completely possible for someone out of absolutely nowhere to have a season like that. That's exactly what that Betts season felt like. He seems like a very good player. Very good to superstar caliber player who had that one elite season. Judge has always felt elite, except when he got called up his first year. Struck out about 900 times. But beyond that, he has always seemed elite. You know, it, it's just about is he on the field or not. And right now he is, and he's showing once again, it's nothing new, that he is an elite player. I just never got those vibes from
0: Betts. Here's the crazy yeah. thing that we're comparing right now, is Mookie Betts is still all-star level on the cusp, on oh, yeah. the cusp of – superstar 100%. level, and I think Judge is that much better than him right now. That's how good Aaron judges. Yeah, no doubt.
1: Um, it, it, and I, I think to hardcore fans that actually take time to dig in the numbers, I don't think it's a hot take that Judge is better than Betts, but I think to your general baseball fan that's just been fed the Mookie Betts as a top three, top five player for the last three years... I think that's a hot take to most baseball fans, but the hardcore fans that really dig into the numbers, it I don't think it's a hot take, but to the general public. Yeah.
0: Well, we've said it before on this podcast is what have you done for me lately? And with Judge missing some games and in 2018, Betts obviously being as good as he was, and then kind of all of the media attention around whether he was going to get traded, where was he going, it, it really became a what have you done for me lately for Betts, and Judge was pushed under the rug with a couple banged-up injuries.
2: And then yeah. Mookie went to LA, which just made things worse. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, again, Mookie Bats great player, but I'm so happy we've gotten a- away from the Aaron Judge injury-prone narrative. That was getting that was getting really yeah. really tired really fast. And I'm not even a Yankees fan.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're telling yeah. me. But yeah, hey, I I just want to. I think baseball is better when Judge is on the field. Not even I think from a somewhat unbiased perspective, baseball is just more fun watching a dude who's six seven absolutely <laughs> obliterate baseballs. Citizens Bank Park is always going to have a
2: dent in one of its left field seats because <laughs> just absolutely demolished it the other day, and it, there's a, a baseball size near hole in one of those seats. That ball bounced so so fast the other direction once it hit it.
1: Good. Him and Stanton are just on a different planet. When you look at anything. Exit velo related. It is list. It is cumulative. It is Judge. It is Stanton, and it is fifty percent less. less of whatever stat you're looking at, and then it's everybody else.
0: Yeah, I was I was about to touch on that. I don't think there's a more exciting one-two punch in baseball right now at the plate than Gian than Giancarlo and Judge. I mean that those could be two balls hit 110 miles per hour in absolutely no time. Like, it's nothing.
2: I, I mean, I, I've said this multiple times in this pod. I, I think Stan is the best pure power hitter I've ever seen outside of maybe Bonds. So I, I saw Varymon at the very, very end of his career. That's, I don't know if that really counts.
1: But beyond him... good hitter, but he... I mean, Roids, too.
2: Yeah. But beyond him, Stan... Give me Stan all day long. When he hits it, it's a different type of power. It's different. He doesn't have that super high... Um, launch angle, and he doesn't need it. That's how hard he hits the ball. It's scary.
0: Yeah, when I think raw power, them two are always in the conversation. Period. I mean, they are big dudes, and they use all of what they got.
1: Um, and they make it look so easy too. Yep. I mean, they they swing hard, but it doesn't look like they're swinging out of their shoes. And to be it looks to amazing. be fair. So they're just
0: I don't know literally. how Giancarlo hits the way he does. Completely closed off and comes back to his body, essentially, after a foot tap. I don't know how he hits the way he does and still puts up the kind of elos and the kind of a- analytical numbers that he puts up year in, year out.
1: If I remember correctly, he tried to get more open in, like, 2018. Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. And, he did and he did not play well at first. at first and then kind of went back to it and he started to hit yeah. well, since so-
2: let us not forget, the Yankees got him basically for free.
1: Well, well, not for free. They have to pay a lot, but we didn't give up, didn't give up anything of value. We just took on his contract.
0: And his got name. money with him. Yeah. Which, $30 million. Um, But on on a note of some more player highlights, Nick Castellanos, the reason I bring up MVP is because I've already started to see Nick Castellanos for MVP conversations. And at the beginning of the year, I mean, we all three kind of liked him, especially moving to a DH role. I don't think I expected the start he's gotten off to, uh, leading major leagues in both slugging and OPS. And over the month of August already, he has 18 total bases. That includes four home runs. It's only two behind Judge. Um, I mean, the dude's been raking the baseball.
2: I mean, how many hits does
0: he have? He has six. Six for 17. We're
2: talking about that's, this This is what I'm talking about. It's just too early, man. Six hits. Yeah, four of them in home runs. That's great. It's
1: That's great just start. in the month of August. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah that, that doesn't include the week or so that was in July, but right. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Very small sample.
0: To be fair, the whole season's going to be a very small sample size.
1: Well, I, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, that small sample is going to have a much bigger impact on his and stat line provided that he doesn't go into a slump for a week.
0: But to be fair, we can't talk the way we're talking about Judge right now and not talk about Castellanos in the same light when they're putting up that, that, the exact same true. numbers. Like we can't, you that's, can't that's flip true. flop on that. That's
2: true, but that's true. But if you ask me, um, I think Judge is just strapped Yeah, we're, and he's much Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But
0: we're talking about production right now. We're talking about production right now. I I
1: think now two years ago I would say there's no way Castellanos keeps this up the way he hit in Chicago, in Detroit, and in Chicago last year. I could see it. He's a streaky hitter, but I mean, I think he proved last year. he is a, His defense is awful, but he is a legitimate MLB hitter. And I don't know that he really gets his due at the plate. Yeah, he's been an above-average hitter for a while and then really put it all together last year. I think he can keep it up. I don't know about the pace he's on right now, and I don't know that he'll win an MVP, but I I wouldn't be – I would wager to say it's probably fairly likely he gets a silver slugger this year.
0: I th- I think Nick Castellanos, I think yeah, he I hit it. I think you said it really well when he didn't get his due in Detroit. Um, very J.D. Martinez-like, almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where he's a D.H. who put up really solid numbers, but, you know, was in Detroit, which doesn't get a lot of media attention. Now he's in Cincy, who doesn't get, you know, a lot by any means, but he gets a little more. And right now he's Arguably the best hitter in the Major League Baseball, and is really propelling this Reds team to a off to a good start. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, on the pitching side, Lance Lynn has started off unbelievably hot, kind of picking up where he left off last season. Three games started this year. He's thrown 18 innings, has a point four nine, and struck out 24 guys. He's leading the league in the ERA. Uh, I don't think I would have guessed Lance Lynn three games into the season, but, hey, I tip my cap. That what's,
2: what's, blows what's my mind, because... Let's not... Okay, just to be very clear, he was excellent last year, but he was one of the luckiest pitchers in baseball. For him to start again like that... Only three starts, yeah. But you you have a few more starts like this, you've got to start asking, is this actually a fluke or not? Because before he was... I call him about as average as he gets when it comes to starting pitchers. A solid three guy you can roll out there and you know he's going to give you a chance to win. He's really elevated himself I would say to Ace Caliber the last over the last year or so. That's yeah. it's really surprising. If you had asked me who would have done that, I would not have said Lance Lynn. That's for sure.
0: You know, this brings me to the point. Texas has built themselves a nice rotation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Too bad they can't. Do. Yeah. Tell me. I think I think at the beginning of the week they had uh, they had the lowest runs per game average in baseball.
0: Yep. So. I mean, that they, they are your all swing-and-miss crew right now. I mean, that obviously starts with Joey Gallo, but it trickles down to guys like Rugnit Rugnit Aldor. It trickles down to guys like uh, Ronald Guzman, Todd Frazier, Willie Calhoun. Basically, everyone not named Elvis Andrews on that squad. Hmm.
2: Doesn't it feel like like he's been around
1: forever? Yes. And uh, Chirinos, too, right? Uh, He's
0: Texas.
1: He ultimate swinging this guy. I think he's hitting like 130 so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, they're my they're my dark horse. If they can get hot, they can get hot. But boy, their cold is as cold as ice. I mean, it's it's like an igloo. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, then, yeah, and then, I mean, we touched on that when you picked them as the dark horse. I I really like their rotation, but I don't think they're going to be able to score enough runs. And I just their offense worried me to begin with, and it. I, I just can't see it. They've got a great staff, though. What they've done with uh, Lance Lynn and Kluber's out right mm-hmm. now, but Mike Minor yep. too.
0: Yep. Um, last note on some of the big-time players. Kyle Seager actually hit his 200th home run this week. I believe it was yesterday or the day before, um, which I I didn't think he hit that many Major League home runs. Honestly, I again, Seattle is not help. He becomes the fourth Seattle player ever joining the likes of King Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez, and Jay Buhner. Uh, quite the crew to be in. Uh, 200 home runs is a milestone, especially for a guy that we're not usually talking all-star about.
1: He uh, am I, he's probably the fifth best uh, Mariners position player right now in Mariners, Mariner's history. I would say. Griffey, Griffey Edgar, Buhner, Ichiro, Ichiro, and then Kyle Seeker.
0: Yeah, if we're not counting A-Rods. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: He is just like borderline all star every year. He's never, just look at even his best years, and he's hitting maybe 30, 35 home runs. He is so, so consistent. He's the guy that you absolutely know is going to go out there and hit you 20, at least 20 home runs, 20 to 35, somewhere in that range, batting 270 or so. I think he's been a little down the last couple of years, but he's picked it up a little bit last year, and I think he's doing pretty well now. I'm not, I haven't looked at stats for this year so far. He's but, like the Ian Kinsler yeah. of Seattle.
0: Yes, that's a great yeah. comparison. Yeah. Yeah, he's very consistent. If Seattle could ever build, you know, any any sorts of a team without them all getting hurt, that'd be great. <laughs> um, Ouch. Now, some other things that happened this week, this week in baseball. Uh, honestly, three pretty big injuries going down. Um, Mike Soroka tore Achilles. He's out for the season. Shohei Otani's more than likely done pitching for the season. And Max Scherzer went down with a hammy injury. Um,. <laughs> I think I'm going to start with Otani. When does he just become an outfielder?
1: Um, When he comes back from this. I think he's not going to pitch again this year, I would assume. I don't think they're going to test that. So he's got a full off season to recover. If he comes back in March after basically not throwing really in a year and gets hurt again, I think he's done. I think he's got one more shot after he recovers from this. And if it wasn't a shortened season and it had been a regular season, I think this might have been it. But it's easy for them to kind of can it in sixty games.
2: I would say that too, except the Angels at the moment literally have no arms whatsoever. I know. If they, I know. If they if there's even a prayer that Otani can pitch as well as he did when he first came up, I, I think that, I would think
1: they were to give it a shot. Well, the the problem becomes if it's gonna be this cyclical with him where he gets hurt within a month of getting back on a mound that and then that hinders his ability to be in the everyday lineup for periods of time it's just not worth it i mean and can you imagine I, a hitter he would be if he could dedicate full time to that too i, I hesitate
2: that might help. I, I I don't know if that's gonna help or not. It could be a significant boost. It might not be a boost at all. I honestly
0: don't know. No, yeah. So, yeah. You, you know <laughs> a neg- You know what a negative is? A negative when he keeps going down with arm injuries and can't be in a lineup. Period. That that's well, a negative yeah, that's always- you, year in year out. I mean, I I think the two way experiment's over. I if if I'm the Angels, I'm paying you. Uh, You're playing outfield for me. Um. Your velo was down by eight miles per hour this year. This is the second year in a row you've gotten hurt, do, hurt on the mound and basically taken time away from being in a DH role or a right field role or wherever they want to stick them. Uh, I'm just, I'm just sticking them back in my lineup and saying you're playing 150 games. That's what I'm doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and I, I, I that's I really couldn't blame them for going that route. I do think. Like you said, Gabe, given their just abysmal rotation, I feel like they've got to give him another shot. But he's on a short leash.
2: That's fair. Um, I don't know how much they're paying in per year. If you have those numbers, it be a good time to put in there. But
1: it's not a lot because I think they ruled that he couldn't be a true free agent, and he, had to, and he had to. I think he had to sign subject to international bonus pool rules. Okay. Okay. Because I think think they ruled that he would not be a free agent because he was international and under 25, and they were saying that he could either wait until he turns 25 or come ahead and come over. So he went ahead and signed with the Angels. Okay. But
2: he's a good hitter. He's above average. That's about it. The value he could potentially provide the mound, I think, especially for a team like the Angels, is just too alluring. At least, okay, this is me, if I were a general manager, trying to decide what to do with Otani, or whoever is making the decisions on him. I would definitely give him at least another shot. You never know, this this velocity thing could have been because of the injury, that's speculative, we don't really know. It is extremely concerning, there's no doubt about that, but... If it is the injury, I'd really like to see him again. If he can get up even to 93, 95 That's miles per hour... That's where he was at. I thought he was a little low. No. Oh, okay.
1: Well, he got blasted. What was
2: it? One or two games? One game? Just one game, right? It's really hard for me to go based off one game. I'll give him at least one more shot. Well,
1: I'm, I'm not even... At least for me, I'm not even... I'm throwing performance completely out the window because he's got the potential, and I, I think even... If he doesn't pitch to his ceiling, he's still easily the best pitcher in that rotation. The problem for me is just the fact that is he going to be able to take more than a month on the mound healthy? And like Justin said, if he's not, is he going to miss another half season in the lineup too because he's out from Tommy John or his arms hurt and he can't swing a bat and gets to the point like... I I totally get that the potential is alluring, and he would be one of the best pitchers in baseball if he can bite the injury bug and figure it out, but I don't know that it's worth continuing to throw him out there when he continues to get hurt. So
2: here's my thing about injuries. Yes, there are people who are 100% predisposed to injuries, and they are much more likely to get them. However, I don't think there are that many players in baseball who are so injury-prone as to consistently be getting hurt on a month-by-month basis, if they are, except if your name's Roman Quinn. And if you are, you're not going to be around very long. So my thing about that is he's been a hitter for a while, and he hasn't really had issues. I think there's – I wouldn't call him fluky, but I I don't think he's going to be getting hurt every single month. That's a bit of a stretch. No,
1: no, I mean, that's a stretch, but – just and I, I agree with you that I think a lot of players who are labeled as injury prone, it's just bad luck. Like Stanton, yeah, I think Stanton's just had some bad luck with injuries the last couple of years. I think Judge has had some bad luck with injuries, some other guys too. And but the only time I'm hesitant to say that it's just bad luck is with pitchers and arm injuries. Sure, sure. I, that's fair. There, there are guys that just seem to be way more prone to arm injuries and just cannot get over that hump. Guys like, like Johnny Harris that have had, how many times has he had Tommy John? Three, Three. times? You know what just
2: hit me? It's, I, was trying, I was just about to say, there's, it's usually guys that can throw high velocity to have those problems, which makes sense. The is not meant to do that. And I was trying to think of examples where pitchers didn't have that. It's always tall pitchers that to be able to throw at the high velocity and stay consistently healthy. And there's a reason for that. It's because it's, it's physics. You have that. You don't have to put as much force in the ball, like arm wise to be able to generate that velocity. you have that natural lever effect. So I think, I think uh, he's very tall. So I don't know how much of an effect that has on him, but the fact he throws high velocity already predisposes him to injury.
1: Yeah, I mean, is this, this the third arm injury now he's had?
0: Second. Second, but his first second. and second were related. He went down for a grade two UCL straight, which is about a 50% tear. He came back, and then he just needed full TJ.
1: And then TJ, then he's back, and then he got hurt again yep. now with arm. Yep. Uh, yeah, If it wasn't arm, I would say continue to throw him back out there if it was anything leg-related, but just – Pitchers and pitching arm, you just don't know, and the fact that he can provide value elsewhere makes me hesitant to just throw him to the wolves and see if he can fight through it.
0: Yeah, I I feel like we're all three on different ends, or I guess, Ryan, you're in the middle, Gabe, you're on the other end of me. I I would just be kind of sick and tired of a guy I know who could provide a lot of production in my lineup consistently getting hurt under what I deem a two-way experiment yeah, Tanya's potential with those 102, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if he keeps getting banged up, it's kind of worthless.
1: And and I will say if he was in the minors right now, I think I would let it ride out and I would try to get him back on the mound. But the fact that he's proven himself to be at the least an above average major league hitter makes me more hesitant to try him out on the mound. Again. Yeah, I'm – like, it's, like it's, maybe, I'm maybe a right. guy like Brendan McKay, maybe a guy like Brendan McKay who's also a two-way but hasn't hit or established himself at the major league level because, because there's, still there's still that unknown. But for, And I know team Otani team hasn't had the biggest sample, but it, so the part, for the most part, he looks like a legitimate MLB hitter. And I, I don't know that I would want to throw that away, chasing uh, pitching dreams that might get derailed anyway.
2: Here's my thing. If he was... If he was at least, if he was like an all-star level hitter, I'd probably be right with you, Ryan, or probably even Justin. It's really hard to get a bat like that of blast. He's an above-average hitter. He's a so he he he's a he's better. an
0: above-average hitter when he's splitting time having to practice pitching.
2: When I first saw him pitch, you know who I, you know the vibes I got. Yeah, in, the 50, I in the fifty in the
0: fifty-three shot. total innings he's pitched in his major league career. Pre TJ.
2: Steven Strasburg with the vibes I got from Shoe Otani and you know what we were saying about Steven Strasburg after he got Tommy John surgery and after his other arm injury that happened the year after he came back from that we were probably saying a lot of the same things like is he going to pan out he's had a hell of a career and I think that's not out of the question for Otani that's my thing so I would give him another chance because he's a better person than he is a hitter when he's completely healthy I'm not sure about that anymore but at least when he first came in that was the case
1: yeah, you've, you've got a point there, and I, I like the comp to uh, Strasburg. I, I hadn't really thought about that. So we'll have to see. I guess I couldn't blame the Angels either way. Yeah. Can't blame them if they decide to can it and make him a hitter. I can't blame them if they decide to chase that potential on the mound because it is tantalizing. Yeah, I
2: can see both, can see both sides of the argument there. I'm not saying either of y'all are wrong. There's just multiple ways of looking at it.
0: Yeah. A couple other injury notes, Mike Soroko going out. Uh, it's a pretty big hit for the Braves. It it appears that Max Freed might step up into that ace roll, but it really with Felix opting out, it kind of holds a complete huge question mark in the four or five hole now. With Faulty down in AAA as well. Um, I mean the the injury was pretty nasty. You could see his he could see his uh, Achilles snap back up into his calf. It was really gross.
2: That 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 broke my heart. It was just he came out of nowhere too. It's kind of like an ACL tear where it just looks so. Even, AC L- even ACL tower was- looks worse than that honestly because you're kind of landing on it hard that was just like random just started running and it looked pretty awful he, he, he bowed he, he through it though he, he was a tough customer he walked off the field under, I think under his own power nah, he
0: had a little bit of help he almost made it to the foul line before he fell over
2: yeah yeah, but he, he wasn't like riding or anything nah. tough guy uh, he's going to be back he is definitely going to be back I really liked what Soroka has brought to the table the last two years for the Braves
0: well, Achilles yeah. injuries are extremely hard to get over. So, hopefully, he comes back. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to bank too much on it here.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think 20 years ago this might have been a death sentence. I have more hope now. But everybody throws around the phrase "you hate to see it" a lot. But I, I mean, there's nothing worse than seeing a young guy with so much promise just get absolutely taken out by an injury like this. It, I think outside of an arm injury for a pitcher, anything arm-related, torn Achilles and torn ACL are two of the worst injuries that you can have. It almost sucks more that it's just such a freak accident.
0: I will say seeing kind of the baseball media all rally around Mike was cool. Um, He's a well-liked guy in the community, without a doubt. I mean, I know as well as anybody else, there's a lot of guys in the league that it might happen to and you're definitely not going to get that kind of response from I would say major league media members as well as other players but it, it was cool to see everyone kind of you know I guess show their love to him
2: mm. yeah that broke yeah. my heart when I saw it and that's right. coming from to his fan just uh, exactly what you said Ryan just a young guy with so much I promise I mean it looked it, been up the it looked like Howard's
0: injury yeah. Or, where he yep. kind of took that step wrong backwards and his Achilles just snapped on him and he basically fell over. It looked, it looked I mean, it exactly the same way. Not de-
2: to be, be a Debbie Downer, but yeah, Howard never was the same. Yeah. I mean,
0: he was... I mean, hopefully Sorok is young enough and I would say way more in shape enough to recover a little better um, than yeah. Howard, but I mean, time will tell, I guess, at this point time will tell. Uh, Max Scherzer seemed to have a little hamstring bump. I don't think it came back too serious. I believe it was just a pull. So I'm sure he'll be back in the next couple weeks. But at this point, missing two starts for a team that seems to be struggling, uh, it's kind of a scary sight for the Nationals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it almost worries me a little bit with Scherzer because he's no spring chicken anymore and I feel like this is at least the second season, if not the third season in a row, where he's kind of just, kind of just had, had, had nagging injuries pop up. And, and he's, still he's still as good as ever when he's out on the mound. But, man, I, I hope this isn't the start of a real significant trend for Scherzer. Because yeah. we talked earlier about talk, really Judge being a guy who's fun to watch. Scherzer might be the most fun pitcher in baseball to watch. If I, if I, I would pay a subscription to have Scherzer mic'd up on the mound every game. <laughs> yeah, we talked about
2: that
1: yeah, in the offseason. I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah, uh, but last but not least here, just for a kind of baseball this week, uh, talk about standings. The Marlins are 6-1 and one right now, um, albeit they've played the Orioles the last three games, but they're in the lead for the NL East. And a division that we kind of thought that was going to be a lot more competitive currently has the Nationals at 4-5 and five and the Mets at 5-8. and eight. It's been a really weird division, and that's partially cause of, you know, the Marlins and COVID, but I'm not sure what about – I think the Nationals will bounce back. The Mets look bad. <laughs> the Mets look bad. I, 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 feel right. it, I feel
1: like every year we have big expectations for the Mets, and they just – it just happen. doesn't happen. I mean, they find a way, way to just consistently underperform. I mean,
0: speak of the devil, what on earth is going on with Johanna Cespedes? Can anyone give me their hot take? Because the dude's lost his mind. Uh, He's he um, pulling
2: Antonio Brown. Brown. He's the Antonio Brown of baseball, except less arrogant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: uh, don't I don't really – I don't know that I even blame him for opting out midseason. But well, – that's fine. I don't know. I don't understand the rationale behind just not showing up and not telling anybody. I don't get yeah.
2: it. He's just his last. I don't understand him, man. Ever since he signed with the Mets, he has been had probably the weirdest four years of any player in baseball. Bar none. I can't think of anyone else more weird. Like, he had the
1: flukiest injury you'll ever see. What was that again? It was like, it's like he- an animal. He, yeah, he so he had double heel surgery, I think, and was at his ranch recovering, and a, and a wild boar charged at him, and he stepped in a hole and like broke his ankle. You can't make that shit up. You cannot make that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it would it would be Cespedes too.
2: Yeah, and then he, and then he's like leaving without telling anyone. Like I don't have a problem with you off and out, but like
0: what? Yeah, that's not a. Be
1: professional about As... it. They're paying you twenty five. As crazy years. as
0: the injury was, it's, it's not, not like he's helping himself. This is completely 100% Antonio Brown-like. Yeah. 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 I, I don't go. I don't understand what's going on in Queens, man. They're a mess. The Cespedes whole thing's a mess. People are thinking he was dead at one it would, point. It would, be,
1: it, would be, it would be Cespedes, and it would be the Mets. Yeah. The
2: only thing they got going right for him is the ground. It has doing. He didn't
0: start off too hot. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know yeah, in the last exactly. couple of weeks, but I know. He did not start off hot against the Braves. Okay, here's
2: actually, okay, here's actually a hot take for you. I, I think the Mets still make the playoffs. I think they just got, especially in their lineup, they've just got too much talent. I think they're going to do it.
1: You said you think they're still going to make the playoffs? Yep. yep.
0: Mm. When, when you, me? You, have, you you uh, have fun with that take with Michael Walker as your number two. Well, I mean,
2: that's, well, I mean, that's better than the Phillies' bullpen. He's their four, right?
0: Um, who's above him? Steven Matz? Who else? Cinder Guards no, hurt. Down. Strowman's hurt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think it might be Michael Walker. Because I'm pretty sure Walker started that third game against the Braves. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's tough scenes.
1: Where's the Where's the Dark Knight when you need him? Call Matt Hart. All right.
0: Oh, I
2: wanted to mention this. We were talking about the Marlins. Can we just talk about them for a minute? How I just thought of this comparison. I think it's very accurate. They are the cockroaches of baseball. In in their history, they've made the postseason twice as a wildcard team, have never won a division. They've won two World Series, including the 100th anniversary of the beginning of the World Series, a momentous occasion for Major League Baseball. And they won that World Series because, of course, and they, they did. got
1: it their team afterwards.
2: Then they got it their team both times after they won uh, the World Series. Yeah. Both times. They basically started a... Covid scare around the league because their players are freaking idiots. Um, they're, and they're six and one. They're probably going to win the World Series this year because, of course, they will. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the Marlins. They just piss me off. They shouldn't exist. They're, they're no not
0: I'm a sure good no
1: organization.
0: Sure you know, the Marlins have yet to run into the Braves, Yankees, Rays. They have. They haven't yeah. gone through the gauntlet yet, I believe. Have they played the Orioles twice or just once? It was a. Fi- they played them once. in the Phillies. Uh- the the
1: Orioles swept the Rays though, which I was surprised about. But uh, yeah, I mean the Marlins haven't run into the good guys yet. Well, I, they played the, they played the I'm Orioles saying. for three games and somebody else. But
2: I'm just saying this this just feels like a Marlins year. This just feels like the year there's gonna
1: not a sh- They they just flat don't have enough talent on the roster. There's no. I state sure hope to like after for sixty games. I sure. I and sure and even sure. then, there is I will. Put ridiculous amounts of money on the fact that they don't make a playoff run. They just do not have the talent on the roster. I
2: sure hope I, you're right, man. It, it, I'm getting tired as a Phillies fan of watching beat us game in, game out.
1: I don't know how y'all lose to them because they suck. Even it's when they were mad last year, you still found ways to lose to them.
2: It's uncanny. It's just. Miguel Rojas had like a 10 hit series against us, like in three games. What
1: the fuck, dude? Did you know, uh, I I think of the top 25 leaders in Marlins franchise history and war, they have, I don't know if it's let go via free agency or traded, I think it might just be straight traded. They have traded 23 out of 25 of them, and one of those two, I can't remember the other one, but one of them is Jose Fernandez. Nice. Who I read last year, they actually had talked about trading him at one. <laughs> I'm sure they have. And they, yeah. But it, it, that is insane. 23 of their 25 top in war. They've they, all, I mean, that team uh, that they got in, what was it, 2012 or whatever, with Jose Reyes, uh-huh. Josh Johnson, all those guys. Reyes was, I think, I think the other one might be Josh Johnson, yeah. actually. actually. Uh, Reyes got traded. Uh, that core from the, like, 2016 team, that was pretty good. Marcelo Zuna, Marcelo traded, Zuna traded, traded. Yelich. Traded. Yelich. Yelich traded really uh, Remco traded, traded D Gordon traded that's the best five players on their team that all got traded in a two year time span
2: you were talking about them being a starting pitcher away from being a legitimate World Series threat they traded
1: uh, Luis Castillo who's an ace for the Reds right now they flipped him to the Reds for Dan Straley because they thought they were a pitcher or two away from being a contender Dan Straley's
0: in Korea I know fun fact fun fact of the I day know. Uh, but speaking of teams that it could actually be the year, not the Miami Marlins, uh, the Chicago Cubs have done exactly what we've been talking about for the last six months, which is pitch the baseball and let people get hot.
1: Who who picked the Cubs to win the not Central? Me. I can tell you that much. I believe I did. You probably did. Not me. I'm pretty
2: sure yeah, but, I did. No, but no, 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 stop that. We all picked the Reds. I remember this. Did we all we pick all... the Reds? Yes, we did. I, I remember that pretty clearly. Don't do that, Ryan.
1: I know I'm bigger on the Cubs than both Yes, of them. I, did, I didn't are have
2: you? the Cubs making my playoffs. I just pulled out, I just pulled out my projected record to the playoffs. I had the Cubs finishing tied for second. I,
0: But I did have them in the playoffs. I believe I had them finishing one game behind the Reds and not making the playoffs due to – I had the Marlins – or not the Marlins, the Nats and the Mets making the wild cards. But, no, I mean, the Cubs are hot. I mean, Udarvish is back to U Darvish form. Yeah. Which Every,
1: Like second half of last year He's been Yep Back to normal. Yep
0: And Kyle Hendricks Looks like Kyle Hendricks The dude Goes out there With his 85 mile per hour sinker And carves people Because he puts the ball When he wants Where he wants 24-7 Uh John Lester holding it down Jose Quintana holding it down And then I mean You just let Anthony Rizzo Has been I guess Kind of their saving grace This year His batting average Is really low But he's walking A ton right now Um I I don't know everything's going right for him right now small sample size but everything's going right
1: I I mean they I think the question was not the hitting it was the pitching and they pitched really well they now it probably helped them if Craig Kimbrell would figure out what the hell he's doing but yeah uh, Jeremy Jeffress has been great out of the pen for them Uh, I think they just signed Kelvin Herrera today not sure how much of an impact he will make for them but uh, it could be good I mean he's been elite before but they pitched really well especially in the rotation
0: yeah and <laughs> another team we've said literally the exact same thing colorado is sitting at nine and three uh, stories hit stories hit the crap out of the ball arenado's hit the crap out of the ball um, you know blackman Gabe,
1: i told you they could be good this year not
0: buying it, not buying it. kyle kyle freeland it. is back to, Got the the yeah, I mean Freeland's back it's to doing what he was doing. John Gray is pitching okay. Um, Herman Marquez looks like an MVP or not MVP Cy Young candidate. There's a very good, yeah. a very good chance to make
2: postseason because the NL West is garbage, besides the Dodgers. But as far as the postseason is concerned, yeah, I guess anyone uh,
1: can win. That's I mean, I'm not, I'm not buying a playoff run, but, but.
0: Okay. Yeah, get, if, you're about, if you're
1: talking about sure, let's
0: do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, isn't that Colorado's goal is just to, like, make the playoffs? I mean, we don't have to talk about every team making a World Series, run. Yeah, I,
1: I, I don't even think that was in the cards for them. I think at the beginning of the year they would have been happy with a playoff berth.
0: Yep. Fair enough. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't think a lot's happening really in the AL. Uh, Oakland, top of the West, we all could have seen that. Minnesota at 10-3, and, and it doesn't look like a team's even anywhere close to them right now. I mean, it's kind of a surprise that Cleveland's out of it, but I didn't expect Minnesota to come out this hot again. I'm, I am
1: surprised, I'm surprised that nobody's close that to I'm them, but I'm not surprised that Minnesota's been this yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so
2: far confirming what my question marks I had about them. Like, I still, I thought there would be a good team. I wasn't sure how good they were. Kind of like, how can they do it again? Yes, is the
0: answer that I'm I've reached. I like them a lot. Like them a lot. Yep. Um, I guess wrapping us up. New prospect, top hundred prospect list came out this week. Not a lot of moves. I don't want to stick on this too long. Uh, Spencer Torkelson got slotted in straight at seven right out of the draft. I'm not sure if that's aggressive. This is kind of the problem I have with every prospect list, especially right after drafts, is they put these guys who got drafted. And it's kind of the you know hype guys, and they put them way too high, and then they drop down, and by year two they're in the eighties and kind of forgotten about. Um, I know, I, I, I know, I know. Austin Martin went like he was number twenty. Um, other than that, it's a lot of the same guys right now. Wander Franco is sitting at number one. Uh, Mackenzie Gore is a top pitcher sitting at five. Uh, other than that, I mean, it, it's a prospect list. It's a bunch of question marks.
1: Um, I guess quick questions for uh, you guys. Most under or overrated prospect in the top 10, top 15-ish that you think? And uh, maybe a guy inside the top 10 that you think should be higher, a guy outside the top 10 that you think is pretty underrated or
0: doesn't get as good? Hold let me pull up the full list on my phone. See, that's
2: the thing, Ryan. I don't spend hours studying a prospect
0: list and looking up. None of like, us spend
1: hours past. either. I get most of it from Twitter. But uh, I, I was going to tap you out before I asked a question, but I didn't want to be disrespectful. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to leave it <laughs> open to you in
0: case you wanted to take a stab at it. No, Gabe, I, Gabe I, just wants to make the backhanded <laughs> comment to us. <laughs> Correct. <laughs>
1: Justin, Justin, because cause we
0: don't stay up till 5 a.m. watching anime and sleeping till 2.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: okay, the part, the part is anyways the anime part is- <laughs> um looking at the list at the top ten fifteen that I think are a little too high uh is it okay to say Spencer torkelson i mean i'm uh, I'm not ready to put him at seven already I,
1: I i disagree i I think i'm I don't know if I'm ready to put him at I don't. I don't know. You could. You could argue Mize and Pearson, but I, I would put him ahead of Royce Lewis at ten. Oh, wait. Pearson's still on yeah. the list. Didn't he just
2: pitch the Blue Jays you today?
0: Know, you get yeah, off the list when you rookie. lose your rookie eligibility. Yeah. Wow. Um, guys, um, I think that are too low. Jared uh, Kelnick. Dude's a beast.
1: Yep. I, I was gonna say him. I think I would put him ahead of Adele. Dude's a beast. I think I think he's a top think, ten think, prospect, not if top five. I think Adele's top fifteen. Maybe top ten. I don't. I wouldn't put him at six. I wouldn't put him ahead of Kalanick.
0: No, I like Adele, but he's.
1: Dustin May at twenty five is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is exactly why I don't like prospect list. Is because the guys who make it to the major leagues, they just start dropping off their no, list no, because no, because it do, because it doesn't get you clicks. You know what gets you clicks? Getting you clicks is putting, <laughs> is putting guys that just got drafted in the top twenty five in leaving Dustin May. Who we were talking about? Young potential all the way down at twenty-five. That's what gets you clicks. But
1: they've got they've got Austin Martin ahead of Dustin May right now. I don't buy. Yeah,
0: it. that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Where I I I've Tor- learned not to Torque lead too far it into this.
1: Seven. Torque at seven, you can convince me. Austin Martin, Austin Martin ahead of Dustin May. I don't know.
0: Dude. Yeah, it's kind of where I've learned not to read too far into these. All right. Um, no, no. No, no. No, no, no. I mean. I mean I, I kind of I feel the same way with Kyle Wright being all the way down to the 70s, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah.
1: Cool. It's a little low there. It is
0: what it is. But going into our next segment, um, this is kind of something I've wanted to do for a while, and we've done this with hitters. We did, we did it a couple pods ago where we kind of made our five-tool hitter. Well, let's make our five-pitch pitcher. Um, you know, so we'll just go snake-draft order. We'll go... We'll go Gabe, me, Ryan. Does that sound fair? Yeah, sure. Um, And what are the rules? So you can select any five pitches. Uh, I don't care if you select five curveballs. I don't care if you select five fastballs. Make your own repertoire. Um, But once a pitch is off the board, it's off the board. So like, if I want, for example, I don't know, (laughs) Craig Campbell's fastball, no one else can select Craig Campbell's fastball. Um, okay. that's off okay. the board and we'll just snake around it and we'll see, I guess we'll throw a poll up on Twitter and find out who's, whose repertoire everyone likes the best. All right. So I'm going to right, so yeah, pick what, what pitch do you want to build Gabe Simmons? If Gabe Simmons made it to the major leagues. Oof. Nowadays, I'd be
2: more tempted to go with an off-speed pitch, but the fastball's, still a pitch to go with? Right.
0: Give me Nolan Ryan's fastball. No, 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 Current, current players,
2: bud. No, no. Do no. Car- current, current players,
0: it? Gabe. Oh. We're not, we're not t- thought I thought I thought No, you're not fighting a loophole, Gabe. Current players. Okay. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be the tiebreaker here. I was under the impression that it was definitely current pitchers, so. Okay. Uh,
2: well, now I'm definitely questioning that fastball theory. I've got an idea for later. I don't think I just don't feel like a curveball is the way to go because i have attempted to say Clayton Kershaw's twelve six, which is going to get selected really quickly here. But I don't want to say that. I, I just don't feel like that's the pitch the pitch to go for now. I feel like a slider's a better choice. But there's so many pitchers that have good sliders. You know what? You uh, know what? Let's let's assume that pitchers are healthy here since we're talking about guys over the course of their
0: career. Yeah. Sure. Chris slider. Hmm. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. Um, to follow you up, I'm also going to go slider. I'm going Jacob DeGrom's slider. He mm. He's okay. throwing at an average 93 right now, and it's honestly the grossest thing in baseball.
1: Um, I'm going to take a roll this Chapman's four seam, and I guess I get the next yep. pick too. I'm going to go ahead and take Kershaw's 12 6.
0: Yeah, it's disgusting. That's pretty healthy. Yeah. That's, that's a good that's start. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, that's rough. To follow that up, uh, see, this is where I don't know. Being the second hole, I could go so many ways, but I don't know if Gabe's going to kind of cut me off on some of these. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm really debating here. Do I really want to go, like, intense fastball or do I want to go with another off-speed pitch? Um, so I, th- I think I'm going to go fastball here. I think I'm going to go ahead and take Jordan Hicks' fastball or sinker. Uh, I mean, it's about as hard as you could possibly get.
2: You beat me to the punch, to the punch Justin. Uh, <laughs> I definitely want to do a fastball this round. Mm. I've, got I've got a couple ideas. ideas. Actually, I've got, I've got, I got—I know what my last two pitchers are going to be, because I know y'all, y'all aren't going to pick them.
1: If there's, some if but, there's some, uh, foreign league, foreign league no, no, we're not going to pick them.
2: Yeah, I do. Okay, if, if our goal here is to try to win the poll on Twitter, I guarantee you I'm not going to be winning it because I'm not going to be picking the super most popular pitchers ever.
0: But if you're not. You're not being graded. That's good. That's this good. isn't this isn't Miss this class. I'm just need, need you to.
2: So I'm will going to do. I'm picking a fastball. I'm going fastball changeup right now. I'm trying to figure out who to pick.
1: Go with your gun. Ooh.
2: How hard does Pearson, Pearson throw? throw?
1: About one hundred. Like, Touch is yeah.
2: I'm going to take Nate Pearson's fastball. Hmm. And for changeup, I'm really tempted to say Cole Hamels because he's the best I've seen, but I know there's better guys in the league. He's got a really good changeup. Who
1: does? He handles.
2: Yeah. I know he does, but I feel like there's somebody, someone better. Oh, wait, wait. wait who is it? Uh,
1: there is,
0: but I'm not going to say who it is.
2: I know Scherzer's got an excellent one.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, give me give me yeah, I've seen Max's yeah. change up. Give me that. Okay. I'm also going to go change up here. I'm going he I'm going reuse change up. Oh, reuse okay, is disgusting. You. Uh I mean I watched thank him carve the Braves up like a nice piece of meat and that's like every game. Uh it's it's 82. It milves a ton. It's disgusting.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I think I guess I'm up next. Uh-huh, right now. that's right. Uh, uh, I am good. This is going to be easy for me. I already know. I've got my next ones mapped out. I'm going to go Uh, Luis Castillo's I knew up. you were going to go there. That thing, that thing is disgusting. And I'm going to go with Dustin Mays' two-seam sinker, whatever the hell that is, because that is yeah. the, one of the greatest pitches yeah, I've ever that's seen. That's a good choice. That is a good choice.
0: Okay. Oh, man, I'm up. Where are... I'm going to go Kinley Jansen's cutter.
2: Oh, I was thinking yeah, about that. That, that, that thing is disgusting. Day that popped in my head I thought about it but I was like slider, slider it's okay okay but that's a great a great choice all right so I'll just take one, just take one of, them of them now that I know I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Hector Neris's splitter because that thing that's is up. gross um, um, I was thinking Otani but now eh, uh, give me Hector Neris because I know for a fact that it's filthy when it's on Um, so that leaves me with another pitch now I'm debating between a 12-6 curveball and a two-seam fastball and it really comes down to pitching philosophy of today's game. It's more of a power game today. And if I had a guy throwing 100 miles an hour like uh, Nate Pearson uh, with, a, with, a, with a dirty slider and changeup, I think a slower pitch, like a 12-6 curveball, would be a better choice. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Aaron Nola's curveball, 12-6 curveball. There's probably some better guys in the league, but I know never for a fact dirty.
0: Yeah, I mean, Gabe, you you kind of put your, my exact mind, thought process out. That I've been sitting here mulling over, and with that fact, I'm gonna go with Max Freed's curveball. That thing has a lot of bite to it. It's pretty gross. So, Ryan, your uh, last and final choice?
1: Um, I, I I'm picking a slider because I've got a uh, four seam curveball, change up and a two seam. Um, I'm really between two guys here. I don't know if I want to go Chaz Rose slider oh. or Josh slider, slider, but I think I'm going to go Chaz Rowe for the memes.
2: Is he a sub though?
1: No, he throws kind of sidearm, he's but like, it, that thing is like – Yeah, crazy. he's like 3 fours. Okay, I guess we're, okay, I guess we're, so,
0: we're assuming our
2: built <laughs> adventure all throws in the same arm slot.
0: Yeah, I, I, de- I, I debated on asking if we won the motion, but I know uh, <laughs> two off the board would have been Tim Hill and Chris Sale real quick-like. So, so, I forget that would gotta be a loaded question. Is we just chose Guy-Think, the underarm? Ed,
2: Ed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Any honorable mentions that you were really mulling over that, that I guess, didn't get picked?
1: Josh Hader's, Josh Hader's slide Yeah. Uh, Garrett, Garrett Garrett Cole's fastball because I even when he even when he was with the Astros the last two years. I, you knew it was coming, and
0: you could not hit that's, it. That's how I feel about Jacob DeGrom's he, fastball. He people fastball. I feel the same way about DeGrom's. It's insane. Yeah. 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 I,
2: was I was thinking about Verlander's 12-6 yep. as well. But I think – I, I guess if we were talking about the course of his career, I probably should have won with Verlander. But I was thinking about, like, today, if I had to pick a pitcher right now. So I'd know it was the first guy that popped in my head. I didn't do any research for this.
0: You shouldn't yeah. need to do a research Good. for it. I like it. Say if, if you would have had the day off, Gabe, I know you would have had break differentials on every guy's pitching, everything. You know damn well. Yeah, Gabe would have figured out what baseball seven is.
1: Oh, uh, honorable mention, Kluber's
0: cutter. <laughs> yep, Kluber's cutter and Kluber's slurve. They're both disgusting.
1: Kluber's
2: some good two-seam fastballs. Scherzer also has a good two-seam fastball. Diego
0: Castillo. But I was like that. Diego Castillo from the Rays. Yeah, uh-huh. he's got a... He's, he's about 99, and that thing cuts straight in on you.
1: Um, um Clevenger's Claven- curveball is another honorable, honorable mention for me. Um,
0: Mike Soroka's sinker. That thing's yeah. filthy. Yeah. Oh, one. You, see
2: the, you see, see, the only guys I know are, like, NL East guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anyone else pitch. You didn't want Nick Pavetta's curveball game?
2: Actually, when it's on, it's
0: good. But That's, two and that is two. few yeah. and far beyond... <laughs>
2: The problem is, fifty percent of the time he hangs that sucker, and it's getting hit about nine hundred feet.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But to wrap us up here, we're gonna go. We're finally bringing it back. Um, three stars, highlighting three guys that maybe don't get as much media attention as they should. Um, we can just go one by one. My first star. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Trent Grisham. The same guy who I thought caught a lot of unnecessary flack after letting the Brewers down to the wild card game last year. Uh, we talked about right after, we talked about during the playoffs how Trent Grisham was going to bounce back, especially after he was traded. Um, is it the end of his career? Yada, yada, yada. Well, he's answered back with a 990 OPS and four home runs. Um, to, to open up this season, he's fourth in home runs. So that's who I want to highlight first. Just a guy who's really bounced back from an unfortunate series of events.
1: Yeah, I like that that trade from the Padres' perspective when it happened, and it looks to be panning out for them pretty well. I I think Grisham might always be kind of an under-the-radar guy, but he could very quietly go about his business and play pretty darn well. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So I'm kicking over one of y'all for your first star.
1: I guess I'll pick it up. up. Uh, My first star, I've got Jeremy Jeffress. Uh, I think he's had five or, five or six games out of the pen this year, hasn't given up, hasn't given up a run, run uh, had a really, really down year last year, and he's picked it back up. And if uh, Craig Kimbrell continues to do what he's doing, Jeffress may find himself back in the closers role for an NL Central team here very soon.
0: Yeah, he had a real – He had a, was it down two years or just one? Uh, I may even be two, yeah. yeah. I mean, he had a rough go for a while. Yes, he did. Good to see him bounce back. All right, Mr. Simmons. Uh, See,
2: you have to really keep up with baseball to know all this stuff. So I have to go, so I have to go local. local. Um, uh, um, Aaron Noah is not again not getting any attention because team lost the game, but he decided to go out against the best offense in baseball, and all he did was allow three hits over six innings, struck out twelve Yankees, and uh, they still lost the game because that's the Phillies do, and Noah pitches a gem,
0: but.
2: Yeah, I just thought I should highlight him because he never gets the attention he
0: deserves. Oh, absolutely. Yes, sure. absolutely. Going into my second star, I have Randy Dobnek. Uh, very similar to Trent Grisham. I mean, we all remember the Uber driver chance in Yankee Stadium. He kind of more or less, I guess, sealed the fate for the Twins, and he's bounced back this year uh, in his first three starts. He has a .6 ERA, 15 innings, second in the league in ERA. So very similar to Trent Grisham in the way. I'm not going to keep repeating myself, but a nice comeback story to start the season.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my second star, I'm gonna go Will Myers. He's had a very good start for the to the season. I think he's batting in the three eighties. Couple home runs, and uh, for him, he was very bad last year, and kind of in the same boat. I feel like his Eric Hosmer was kind of hyped up to be one of the next leaders of a good San Diego team, and. and has been overpassed by the young guys has really underperformed so to see him come out and play so well to start the year has been refreshing
0: yep absolutely uh, i i remember yeah. when he was getting hyped up from from oh, tampa yeah. guys he was in kansas city and then yeah. in tampa yeah. yeah
2: how about my eva boy Phil Gosselin, started the year 6
1: for 11 with two dongs
0: yeah that's that's uh MVP, yeah that's that's I'm come out of nowhere
1: both start game Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull the sample, pull the sample uh, size card on you.
2: How dare you? How dare you? my boy Bill Gosselin, like that. He's winning MVP. Count on, yeah. count on it. Yeah,
1: how dare you? <laughs> he might win player of the week.
0: He very easily could. Nah. Player of the year. Um. All right, my third star in the one I say for last because this dude has an unbelievable start. Leading the league in hits, batting 385 with a one oh sixteen OPS, including three bombs. Kyle Lewis who was a guy who was drafted very high a few years ago, um, has sat through the prospect ranks. You know, I, I think he lost some love in there, and that's due to a lot of things we said earlier, where the guys that are getting closer and don't get as many clicks. Uh, Jonathan Mayo doesn't get as many Twitter <laughs> impressions off hyping him up anymore. Cause, uh, but no, he he's made an entrance. He's absolutely made an entrance, and he looks like he's here to stay. He doesn't look like he's going to be a flash in the paint anymore.
1: Yeah, he was a beast in college. I think he uh, got hurt a few times coming through the minors, and that slowed him down. But man, to he he kind of struck me him and Lewis Brinson to me really struck me as like two similar guys that would kind of potentially take the same career arc. And man, have they gone in two opposite
0: directions? Yep, absolutely. Well, they're two very, very, very similar players. And Lewis Brinson, Lewis Brinson's really struggled at the plate. I feel like they're their alter ego. Like, when it comes to career production. That's yeah. where I see it right now. Yep, anyways, flip it over to you, Ryan. Yes,
1: uh, over to me. Uh, I'm going to get Donovan Solano Ooh, from the good Giants. pick. Uh, nothing crazy this year, but he, he's kind of had a, I guess, Gio Urshela-type season, at least for the first two weeks. Uh, bounced around to a bunch of different teams. Finally, he's getting some PT with the Giants, and he's played really well. I think he's hitting close to 400. small sample, but yeah, he's, been, hey, he's been one of the better players for the Giants so far out of nowhere.
0: Yep, absolutely. I was just watching him hit today. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right, for my third star, um, he's actually had a zero ERA last week. He's been unbelievable. Uh, Joe Kelly.
1: Okay, I'll, Okay. I'll just, don't pick another
0: Philly. I was, I was about to say, I'm, we might as well turn this to hometown heroes where game just –
2: well, it is for me, because I, <laughs> like, I literally have no idea about anyone else. But I know for the fact Joe Kelly has had a secret PRA, and he's done some great things this year. So keep an eye on him. MVP's coming up.
0: A really unsung, unsung hero for the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, unsung, yeah, he's something. Um, <laughs> an honorable mention, a guy who really hasn't gotten enough credit since he left the Orioles, Zach Britton has been absolutely yeah. filthy coming out of the pin for the Yankees. And I feel like he's, I mean, when you join a pin like the Yankees, he's really forgotten about. But with Tommy Kainley going down, it seems like Zach Britton has finally stepped up into that role where we've expected him to. I mean, I don't think he's ever been bad, but he's really kind of gotten forgotten about by the sexy pitchers such as Batansis or Lee or whoever's hot for um, he was, the Yankees.
1: He was really elite. Uh, when Baltimore was good, and then he kind of took, kind of took a back step back. And I wouldn't even say take a step back. I mean, he went from being elite to all-star level, and I think he had some injuries mixed in. He's a guy. He tore his Achilles, actually, and has come back pretty darn well. So uh, if that's uh, any bit of confidence for you, Justin, with Soroka, it can be done. But um tore his Achilles, and then he's kind of came back. The Orioles were bad, I think once he finally got back from that, got flipped to New York, and he became like the fourth or fifth best pitcher in that bullpen, and went into anonymity, and now Camely's down for the year with TJ, Chapman's been out all year, he's been the closer and he's been great he's he's been just as good, I mean not elite but pretty darn good but just hasn't gotten his due because the Orioles fell off the map and now he's like the fifth best pitcher in that bullpen.
0: Which is crazy to think about because Britton on any other team was Number one, yeah. more likely number gonna, two. Gonna, yeah,
1: he can, he can be yeah.
2: the closer on like 20 teams right now. a guy like Further consolation for you, Justin, is a relatively similar cl- pitcher to Soroka. Yeah, at that hard yep. sinker.
1: So,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of Braves, Dansby Swanson's actually looking like a number one overall pick. He's yeah. hitting 358, I believe. He's actually going off to a hot start.
1: That's just, that's
0: just icing on the cake in that trade. Yes, it is, because everything else has been perfectly fine. I mean, she, she, I mean Shelby year. miller spent. I don't know. He's not even with
1: the D-backs anymore. I'm pretty sure he's in AAA with Texas. Yeah. I think he he just opted – he opted out of the season. Yes, I he think. did. Um, But y'all got, y'all got one year of production out of Ender and Ciarte, and that immediately won y'all the trade. Yeah.
0: yeah. Go Braves. Go Braves. <laughs> uh, any other honorable mentions? Uh, no? Final thoughts? Other than Nick Markakis, first game back, came to walk-off nuke against the Blue Jays? Yeah, yeah. We, go Braves! Cool. I, tweet, I, tweet, I, tweet so I tweeted, I I tweeted out. I cannot wait to see uh, Nick Marcakis hit a roll-through ball roll through the four-hole and then hit a nice little two-strike poke over the second baseman's head. And instead, he just goes deep. I mean, that's cool with me. I'm content with that. All right, All right.
2: Also, okay, one, one, last thought for
0: mm-hmm.
2: me. Um, I like most of the rules the Major League Baseball put in for this year, except, except um, there's. One I definitely don't like, and one if it happens, I will Just like even dislike, dislike even more. Um, I'm, not um, I'm not a fan of the extra inning rules. Sorry Justin. Sorry, Justin. And if they, and if they, go, they go by winning percentage, win percentage, win win percentage win at all for this year, we're gonna have. Let some me guess. You
0: finally looked. Let, let me guess. guess. You finally looked at the NL East uh, standings.
2: No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is. I mean, I. I don't even know the standings are because I can't look uh, the not. Mar- the Marlins are first. Well, yeah, I, 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 I gathered that when they were six and one, but. Yeah, don't go off one percentage, please. Figure what it out. If you have to go another week, we talked about this last time. We yeah. have to go another week. No.
1: Yeah, we I'm
0: follow. with you.
1: I, I, I just hope we don't get any more disruptions because I I mean, I I feel like some of it is inevitable if you're traveling between cities like somebody eventually will probably pick it up from somewhere outside not due to recklessness but if we really get the season shut down due to somebody just doing something stupid or being reckless like let's just keep it to a minimum finish the season you only got two months to do it we've been in quarantine for almost five months already you can handle it out for a million plus paycheck and a chance at a World Series so just like
0: because
1: the more I, I think we can continue to do the season but we continue to have disruptions like the Marlins and the Cardinals. It's just gonna make it harder and harder and harder. Uh. Even if it's spread to the rest of baseball.
0: Uh. One other thing. Did y'all did y'all happen to catch um. <laughs> who was that? Uh. Crap. Who was it? Ozzy Ginn, saying he hates Nick Swisher. No, I, no, I did not. Go that. go to our ferrets' called Twitter like right now, <laughs> and go look at it. I caught tweeted. I. No, I'm talking to Ryan. Gabe, just check it out afterwards. Ozzie
1: Ozzie Guillen can take my uh, two fingers down from my thumb and shove it up his
0: butt. Well, to be fair, Pat Light, the ex-Major League pitcher, also said that he never got the chance to play with Swisher, but he played with a bunch of guys who did and said that that they didn't hate Nick Swisher, but his act was getting really tired.
1: Well, Well, uh... Fun fact for Ozzie Gian and Pat Light, I've actually met Nick Swisher and talked to him for, like, 15 minutes. From my short interaction with him, he was a great dude. Like, he, uh, we were outside Camden Yards, and the Yankees were leaving the uh, stadium to get on the bus. And he had no reason to stop and talk to us. But there was a group of fans waiting for autographs. He stopped and talked to us for, like, 10, 15 minutes just because. And... I think a lot of guys would blow you off in that situation. So short interaction, but from what I gather, he seems like a great dude.
0: Yeah, I feel like Swish might have might have a little shtick He's kind of stuck on his whole career, yeah, which that, I, that I can which might rub it. guys the wrong way. But I just thought it was funny. Izzy Gian literally said, "I hate Nick Swisher" on live TV. Well,
1: let <laughs> oh, okay. so like Izzy Guillen is super light either. Yeah. Okay.
2: Izzy Guillen. Thinks he's not something, Exactly a fan. Something, he, he's not someone to hold. His thoughts. I just, you know, going to be verbally projected. I
0: just thought it was honestly hilarious that he just came out and said, "I hate Nick Swisher." I mean, looked into the camera, bold facing camera, and said, "I hate Nick Swisher." That's
2: just so random. It's like some. You just, what, 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 what prompt I have no
0: idea. I just I just caught the, I just caught the bit. Randomly, <laughs> randomly
2: one day, Ozzy Ian's on camera, just like looks at the camera. I hate Nick well,
0: Swisher. he he was he was on uh, what is it's whatever Fox Sports Central covers the Chicago White Sox games, and I got I guess uh, right. he's a host on there, and I don't know how Nick Swisher came up, but he was just, the co-host said something about Nick Swisher, and Ozzy Kane was like I hate Nick Swisher, <laughs> it, it absolutely cracked me up, I just about lost
1: I, I it. Wish, I wish we would get more of that, honestly, just like a little bit of unfiltered. Ozzy's not my favorite, but I do like I do like the fact that he's just completely unfiltered and does not Oh, care. it's great. It's it's fantastic.
0: But never never like too much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He, he keeps it. So,
0: yeah, it's not like he said I hate like Christian Yellich or Cody Bellinger, someone like people like. It's like, I hate Nick Swisher, and I just. See, just like, just. And I could see people disliking Nick Swisher. Like, I can't see people disliking a guy like Alexi Ramirez or somebody like that. But I hate Nick Swisher. I'm like, yeah, I bet a lot of people actually do. That would just be like some obscure manager from
2: like 15 years ago being like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I hate Mike Sweeney. Like, what? How does
0: that even come up. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Cox, I hate p It's like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I haven't thought of p name in about ten years. Did <laughs> you just spend the last ten seconds thinking of the most obscure player you could play? Uh You know how many obscure players played for the Braves? I have a lot to choose from there. I, oh. Albert, I, oh Alberto Kyaspo. I could go a lot of different ways here, but... Oh.
1: My, my favorite segment was um, I think we were talking about obscure players, and like half of the ones we named played for the Braves. Hey, go Braves, baby. Go <laughs> Braves.
0: Oh, Lord have mercy. That was a mess. All right, any more final thoughts? All right, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We will catch you next time.